I learned a I learned a fun fact today. Do you want to know what my fun fact is? Yes, please. Martin Luther King paid for Julia Roberts' parents' bill when they gave birth to her. Why? Why? Yeah. They didn't. I don't. I I heard it on NPR this morning, and I was like, "What?" Hmm. I just thought that was cool. Imagine being able to be like, "Yeah, Martin Luther King paid my like birth hospital bill." <laughs> that's that's it's a lot of money. Yeah, nothing. None, none of that is related to Scorpio season at all. But I just wanted to share that random fact with you. <laughs> well, I appreciated that. I love that we all showed up. <clears throat> well, see, this is why I need the tea. This is why I need the sick dick tea. Um, I love how we all showed up for our Scorpio season episode in black. We mm. yes, we are all wearing black. But yeah. like that's kind of all Scorpio I wear. season. Oh well yeah, I do yeah. No, you wear colors, Rachel. You wear a lot of blue and gray. Sometimes, but I, I've been over the past few years, I've been trying to branch out because being in the makeup industry for so long, it's just, you just wear black. That's all you do. Makeup, skincare, hair care, you just black. Yeah. You just wear black. So I've been, uh, I've been trying in my, in my recent year to add a little <laughs> color in my life. Spice <laughs> mm-hmm. up your life. Every boy and every girl. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> 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 you just gave like such a look. He's like, are you what are you fucking doing, Mom? Just living your best life. I'm spicing this world up, Koji. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have that song stuck in my head now. Good. Good. Forever. What spice girl were you? I think. I think sporty was my favorite. Same. I went through a phase where I wanted to be all of them, to be mm-hmm, honest. Yeah. Uh, but I would say that uh, baby spice and ginger spice mm, were both probably yeah. the most prominent for me. I, I, see, it, I can see. I can see. I, can... <laughs> strongly, I strongly see both of those for you. But it's also funny because like I was naturally blonde when I was a kid. And now that I'm older, my hair is red. So yeah. I, I embody both of them. I liked scary too. Scary spice. Yeah. I think if any I think of the it was spice girls scary. were a Scorpio, it would be posh. Yeah. And scary, I think. I would say scary. That's where my mind went. Was scary spice. No, but it's all about like the mysterious, like, mm. like just... Mm. And that just, yeah. you know. Yeah. If I remember correctly, Scary was a little confrontational. I feel like Scorpio is not as much. Was Scorpio is confrontational, but just on on a different level. A level, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how about we look up the zodiac signs of the Spice Girls? I'm here for it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> while, we're, while we're doing that, I want to- Happy Scorpio season. Happy Scorpio season. <laughs> And Rachel and I did something very Scorpio this Saturday. We were all together at a Halloween party, and Rachel and I were the scatters in the woods. We were, <laughs> and it was fantastic. And you could you hear you guys yelling. <laughs> you are the best. Scary, scary woods peekaboo person. 
<laughs> I don't know why a peekaboo happened, but you know what? We're here. That's what Carrie Woods peekaboo person. Peek-a-boo. Well, the one thing that happened was somebody came up to me and was like, "Seriously though, are you, are okay? you okay?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's when I I didn't want to be character, but I had to to let them know that I indeed did not need help. <laughs> but that's like how you know. You did, you did good. the right job. Yeah. Oh my god, Julia Roberts is a Scorpio. Oh, so it is relevant. There you go. It is a relevant. Sorry, Teresa. That's okay. <laughs> she is a Scorpio. All right, cool. What a great day to be alive. Mm-hmm. The Spice Girls. Ginger Spice is a Leo, obviously. Fair. Mm-hmm. Melanie Chisholm, which is scary spice, right? Yes is a Capricorn. Hmm. Okay. Posh is an Aries. Uh, Sporty Spice is a Gemini. Nice. And Mm. Baby Spice is an Aquarius. And it says, The Spice Girls' star signs are a strong mix of fire and air with a little bit of grounded earth thrown courtesy of Capricorn Mel C. Was it this cosmic combination that made the powerful pop sensation so fiery and dynamic? I hate I'd this. I say so. I hate it so much. <laughs> that was- I was really trying to get to the end of it, but I just couldn't. Yeah. I just flew out of my mouth. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> okay that's all i'd all say right. so and i was wrong mel c is sporty spice mel b is scary spice so mel wait scary is a gemini yep and sporty is a gemini is a capricorn nice i dig it gemini's two gemini's and a lamini I know I normally do this at the end of our Scorpio season talk, but I'm just excited because there's there's a decent amount of like interesting famous Scorpios. Hit us with it. Yeah, yeah. So I think Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts mm-hmm. is a Scorpio. Whoopi mm-hmm. Goldberg. Mm. Uh, Hillary Clinton. Mm. Um, let's mm. see. Charles Prince of Wales. Wait, isn't that now the king? Yes. All right, so the king, king of England, Walter Cronkite, Danny DeVito, Leonardo nice. DiCrapio. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, gross. No, wait, no, he's great. I, love Leonardo I don't think. DiCaprio. Yeah, he has like he's weird about his girlfriends. Gross. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Yeah, he's uh, weird about his. <laughs> it's like. Oh. Um, Sally Field, Jodie Foster, Bill Gates, Goldie Hawn, Peter Jackson, Grace Kelly. All of these people make sense. Yeah. Grace Kelly, Larry King, Calvin Klein, Demi Moore, Joaquin Phoenix, Pablo Picasso. Pablo Picasso. That makes all the sense. I feel like all of these people have played dark roles in their lives also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Julia Roberts, Theodore Roosevelt, Meg Ryan, Winona Ryder, Billy Sunday, Ted Turner, Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) That was just not what I was expecting. The wows or the list? (laughs) Owen Wilson. The wows I was very much expecting. Yeah. Yeah, you can't say Owen Wilson and not say wow. 
I feel like Owen Wilson had, didn't he have that really tough time a couple of years ago where like people were like genuinely concerned about him? I don't know, but I could understand having a genuinely tough time because of how many times people count his wows and how many memes he's been made into. Mm -hmm. Wow. 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 Everyone listening to this is like, wow, right now. (laughs) (laughs) We're part of the problem. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. Well, I feel like this is just going to be a really, like, pop star heavy episode because I also wanted to say that I had a dream earlier that we interviewed NSYNC for the podcast. That'd be awesome. So are you looking up who's a Scorpio and NSYNC right now? Also, yeah. why not the Backstreet Boys? Well, I think that I, think I was that an NSYNC was fan. The mixture of the both of them, because in my dream, like I kept being like, okay, like I, I need to interview this person next. And then I would go into the room to like get them. And it would be a mixture of them both. But the people that I actually interviewed at the time were the members of NSYNC. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I need mm-hmm. to see what AJ from the Backstreet Boys Zodiac sign is. Do it up. Don't laugh at me. So it's funny because it's it's not the same signs, but the same elements as the Spice Girls. Oh, interesting. So Lance is a Taurus. JC is a Leo. Joey Fatone is an Aquarius. Chris Kirkpatrick is a Libra and Justin Timberlake is an Aquarius. So all fire, air, and earth. AJ's a Capricorn. All right. I guess we got to see the Backstreet Boys now. You have the list? I have the list. AJ McLean, Capricorn, Howie D, Leo, Nick Carter, Aquarius, Kevin Richardson, Libra, and Brian Luttrell, Pisces. Mm. So a lot of fire and air. Well, actually, that one's pretty. That one has the water. Brian is the water. Yeah, no earth. Oh, wait, no, Capricorn. Duh. Fucking staring right Mm -hmm. at it. Earth. (laughs) No fire. No, there's fire. fire. Uh, Howie D was was Leo. Okay. So So it's got all four elements. Yeah. Wow. A little bit more air. I loved In Sync was my jam. I also really loved 98 I Degrees. I love 98 Degrees. Backstreet <laughs> Boys was the first concert I ever went to, and I'm proud of that. Nice. Mine was Hanson. Mm. I love the Backstreet Boys. Girls. Yeah, the Would Backstreet you guys like to know which Backstreet Boys song you are based on your Zodiac sign? Oh, I was in that group. I was on that post and I exited out. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know, yes. Okay. Aries, I want it that way. Yes. Um, Taurus, the one. Mm. <laughs> Why? <Ta-da>. Gemini, incomplete. <laughs> Why? I'm Why that offended. one? I'm I am offended. a little offended. Yeah. <laughs> Cancer, we... all, I, all I have to give. <laughs> yes. Should we rewrite the list just because we should. Gemini? <laughs> Leo got a good one. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, Virgo, as long as you love me. Hmm. Libra, quit playing games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Scorpio, show me the meaning of being lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. 
That one makes the most sense. That one does make a lot of sense. Happy, happy Scorpio season. <laughs> Sagittarius, we've got it going on. Capricorn, in a world like this, Aquarius, get another boyfriend. I don't even know that song. Pisces, shape of my heart. Oh. There you I go. I like that song. Yeah. Looking back on the things I've done. <laughs> I was trying to be someone. I want to see if they have a NSYNC songs. Listen, that's fine. We should just do a whole episode, a real episode on the Zodiac signs of pop stars. Which NSYNC song are you based on your Zodiac (laughs) sign? (laughs) Here we go again. Ready? Oh, it's the same website. So I'm assuming Gemini is going to get fucked again. Here we go. Aquarius, digital get down. Digital, digital get down. Pisces, a little more time on you. Hmm, cute. Aries, tearing up my heart. Yes. Taurus, girlfriend. Gemini, this I promise you. Hmm, that's a cute one. Yeah, but like. But I feel like, why are they making Gemini so emotional? I don't know. Gross. Because we're incomplete. Cancer, music of my heart. Uh, Leo, it's gonna be me. (laughs) It's gonna be me. Virgo, just got paid. Mm, Just got paid. That should be Capricorn song. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Libra, (laughs) believe in yourself. Scorpio, bye, bye, bye. Yes. Bye, bye. Sagittarius is pop. Dirt pop. And Capricorn is gone. Oh. Get the fuck out. (laughs) Yeah. All right. There you go. Now, in case everybody was wondering, those are your sign. Those are your songs. Cool. Cool. Teresa. So should we start talking about Scorpio season? Yeah, let's actually talk about Scorpio season now. Scorpio season. Oh man, yeah. You know, I do, I do want to, I do want to, but apparently the universe doesn't want us to. <laughs> bring it back, guys. I can't, I can't ever bring it back. Focus. Okay. Okay. What's that? I was gonna say, what's what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this year, Scorpio season, October twenty third to november 22nd so you know the spooky time of the year when the world starts to go dark i love scorpio season i feel like it is it it did come in hot this year especially with mars being in gemini i feel and the whole retrograde starting i feel like naturally with scorpio season like people just be saying how they feel Mm. even though like it is more of a mysterious time. I feel like Scorpio season gives people the permission to roll with the intensity. And if they're not rolling with the intensity, then they're getting incredibly frustrated with everybody else that is rolling with the intensity of it. So what I love about Scorpio season is that it kind of allows us to shed our skin of all of the things that have gotten to us this past year or the things that need to be fixed or the things that need to be 
just like looked at and it allows us to kind of like dive deep into them as things start to get darker around us we start to dive deeper into the things that we need to work on and repair or even just like I said even just look at when we normally wouldn't look at it before and I think that that kind of is like a testament to to how deep Scorpios like really want to get with people you know uh, especially people with like a Scorpio moon or a Scorpio mercury they would love to know your childhood phone number (laughs) they want to know your deepest darkest secret the deepest secret that you have what is it let's share Mm. secrets that's Scorpio Mm. energy Mm -hmm. I'm here for it yeah I'm here for it and I do I find it interesting how never before has anyone described Scorpio season to me as sorry there was a koji wiggle (laughs) like I know there's how do I say it the whole reflective portion yeah of Scorpio Mm -hmm. I've just always attributed that to the time of year, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and it does really go hand in hand with that, especially with digging up your secrets and all that stuff. But I also feel that with things getting darker, it makes you, well, allows you to focus on the things that maybe you weren't paying attention to. Yes. Yeah. That makes sense. So I have this saying and this thing about uh, the Rona. When that happened, it took a lot of people's distractions away. So they were able to focus on things right. that they really needed to focus on. Social, cultural things, and personal things alike. And I feel like this is a natural version of that. Yeah. That we can do each year without a panini, without a, a whole, yeah. whole ass pandemic. Well, no, it is a. It, it's a. It seems like pretty. I, I didn't realize how introspective Scorpio was because, like, I don't know. Like, you hear about the stereotypes of all the signs, you know. Like, well, it's because they want this from other people. They don't want it for themselves. Like, they don't want to change. Right. They don't want to share their shit, but they want everybody else. Everybody else to, <laughs> to share it with them. Exactly. So, like, yeah. you may not attribute that to Scorpio because Scorpios themselves are really mysterious and quiet. Like, I feel like Joaquin Phoenix is the perfect example for a Scorpio. Yes. Just the way that he does not live his life in the media. He doesn't socialize. Like he, if he gets interviewed, like you'll notice that like he flips a lot of questions back on the interviewer, like things like that. Like he's very much, he, I I just feel like, and also just the uh, roles that he plays, but just his general attitude, I feel like very good example of a Scorpio. Also, I don't know if anybody watches Pretty Little Liars, but the actress that plays Mona is a Scorpio, another perfect example of a Scorpio. I just feel like a lot of Scorpios get a bad rap because, yeah, they can be assholes sometimes, but so can every other sign, you know? I just feel like Scorpio gets the worst rap because they're not willing to give emotionally as much as they're asking for a lot of right. the time hmm. okay. that's an interesting way to look at it yeah it is. and i have a lot of scorpios in my life so I, I as we've discussed in previous episodes i have a black belt in scorpio black belt <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely black like their soul no, i'm just kidding <laughs> Also, I feel like this recording is a little weird because we're recording at night and we usually never record at night. Right. I feel like it's like spooky record. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think it's fun that Halloween, like, I think it's, I think it's fun that Halloween falls in that I was about to say Sporkio season because I was combining mm-hmm. spooky and Scorpio. Okay, that's it. Nope. Scorpio. Sporkios. <laughs> um, I think it's really fun that Halloween falls in Sporkio season and it makes a lot of sense. I'm, I'm not saying we're calling it Sporkio season. Nice. Yeah. No, we should. Oh, no, but. it definitely does make sense. <laughs> yeah. Samhain and Halloween and like the new year essentially i mean it is the witch's new year which is it's not the it's not the new year on the gregorian calendar but for us witches out there the witch's new year especially well in the northern hemisphere also you know i feel like a lot of people that have prominent scorpio placements are really good poets it's looking to the depths of my soul but not you know what it is wouldn't you know it wouldn't you know it (laughs) I don't think it necessarily has to be poetry either, though. It could be, I just feel like a lot of Scorpios take their pain and they make it into art. So instead Mm. of expressing it verbally or expressing it in any other way, they are artists, graphic designers, poets, writers, you know, things like that. And that's how they use their emotion to kind of express things. I also know a lot of Scorpio moons, and I like a Scorpio moon. I know a lot of Scorpio moons, (laughs) my daughter included. (laughs) Yeah. And that's why I was, like, nodding my head, because you were like, you know, they express pain, like, they express their pain through art. And I think that that's where, I really think that that's where Charlotte's going to thrive, specifically. Anthony, not so much. I think that his, he's his little his little pisces moon and his his virgo rising kind of take over a little bit but but he's um, in construction right he still creates right no you're absolutely right i just he just i don't you know with charlotte i think that like she's going to find an outlet through some sort of you know whether it's you know uh painting or like pottery ceramics or whatever drawing writing anything i think she's that's where she's gonna really thrive yeah, I see Charlotte as like a little actress. I see her on the big stage. I could see that, but she swears up and down she has stage fright. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm sure. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Sagittarius's do not have stage fright. <laughs> <laughs> well, she says she does, and then she's like, but then she's like, nobody's paying attention to me. <laughs> exactly. Like, she got so upset. I felt so bad because she got so upset because nobody knew what she, like, she was Alice in Wonderland, and everybody thought she was Belle last night, and like, Belle? nobody, yeah, nobody knew what she was, and she got so but mad. But her outfit was blue. If anything, I'd say Cinderella. I know. I know, but nobody knew who she was, and she was like, <laughs> so my sister-in-law, like, went up ahead and was like, can you, like, she went up ahead to the guy, and she was just like, when Alice comes up. I need you to say I like your costume, Alice. <laughs> and he did. And she was like, she was fine for the rest of the night. Cause he came, she came up and he was like, Whoa, Alice, I love your costume. And that was it. She was fine. So okay. anyway. <laughs> There's Scorpio my little emotions. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> no, but I feel like the coolest thing, I I Scorpios are just super cool. They are the people that everybody wants to know. The people that everybody wants to connect with i feel like they get a bad rap for being toxic and yes there are scorpios that are but the thing about them is is that they have a lot of different layers that they have to go through before finally transcending to the phoenix so i feel like because of that 
like because there's three different archetypes of Scorpio. Now, when it comes to decans, which I know we keep saying we're going to have an episode on and then we don't. So we're going to work on that. Right. (laughs) When it it comes to decans, there are three archetypes of each sign. But I feel like there's a different evolution when it comes to Scorpio because of that really deep transformational energy that they have. So the three stages of Scorpio are the scorpion, the eagle, and the phoenix. So the first stage is the scorpion, which is about transformation. It represents our base emotions and the darker emotions that we we embrace. Lower vibrational impulses seduce Scorpio as they continually react with understanding, empathy, and thought. So the scorpion easily expresses jealousy and anger and reactive behavior. So there's a lot of other things that have to go with that. Like this is the stage where they're like more of the aggressor. They have to learn from their pain and loss and betrayal and that kind of stuff. And once they're able to really work through that and connect to the mind, body, and spirit, because also Scorpio is super like, like I wouldn't use the word spiritual, but intuitive. Like they like radiate like occult vibes. Mm -hmm. So no matter what, I feel like even if you're not really into the spiritual, people that have like a Scorpio sun are naturally, and especially a Scorpio moon, are naturally super intuitive and just kind of come with this knowing. So allowing yourself to kind of attach to that knowing and allow yourself to build off of it as opposed to completely rejecting it is where you can kind of take that step from and and grow into your enlightenment and take the step from the scorpion to the eagle. The eagle is the second stage of transformation and is considered a symbol of courage and power. The eagle flies freely, aware of its surroundings and influence. This is where like taking that that intuition and relying on it and your wisdom to solve problems as opposed to like just completely rejecting your problems and rejecting the fear and rejecting the change it puts you in a place of like okay now i need to trust my intuition i need to discern what needs to go on in this situation and i need to take steps forward the eagle still struggles with the balance of power uh, but it does allow you to kind of just have the courage to do the things that you wouldn't do as the scorpion. And then lastly, the third stage is the phoenix. uh, And the phoenix represents the final stage of transformation. And with this one, it allows the like extreme natured Scorpio to be tempered and reborn from the ashes, renewed and rejuvenated, allowing to them be empathetic without judgment and allowing them to kind of express the compassion and the disillusionment of self. The Phoenix is strongly associated with rebirth, resurrection, transformation, and that is the symbol of Scorpio breaking the chains of attachment, having learned the lesson of letting go. Um, I found this all on thescorpiogang.com. So obviously it's true because it's on (laughs) thescorpiogang.com. Well, they got a whole gang. (laughs) They got a whole gang. Damn. (laughs) So I find that really interesting the different stages of Scorpio. And I could definitely see how a lot of people that are walking around with unhealed trauma would stay in that scorpion position 
But I also know that there are a lot of Scorpios, especially Scorpios in my life, like my brother, uh, my older brother, Patrick, who we talk about a lot on the show. He is a Scorpio. And I know that we, you know, we shared a similar life. I know we've been through a lot, <laughs> but mm -hmm. I feel like he does not possess any of those really like toxic Scorpio traits. He is somebody right. who trusts in his intuition. He allows himself to be guided by his wisdom and and is able to like move through things pretty easily but i also feel like on the other hand everybody still has a shadow side and he's not really like into the emotion thing most of the time you know right he is a uh, i believe he's a scorpio sun capricorn moon pisces rising so i feel mm -hmm. like his eyes leak a lot but it's not like he's gonna really like bring an emotion to you and cry about it you know what right. i mean that's yeah that's it's it's kind of funny because anthony's anthony's a scorpio sun pisces moon virgo rising so it's almost like i mean i know it's i feel like virgo and yeah. capricorn are very similar so it's kind of funny that they're flipped but he's he's exactly the same way yeah like his his poor pisces moon is just there trying to show some sort of emotion virgo and scorpio are like no motherfucker there's no <laughs> no this is not what we agreed upon. <laughs> Tell that one fucking eye of yours <laughs> to stop being broken. <laughs> but no, like, yeah, it's, um, it was the, I liked the, I liked the, the, what, what were they called? The three? It's just the, it's the were three they the stages. Those the three aren't stages. The, the okay. three stages of Scorpio. Uh, I wonder if stooges. it is also. Yeah. <laughs> The three Stooges. Let me see if yeah. it is the same as the Deccans, because I may be mistaken. No, the Deccans don't have that classification. It's just Deccan 1, Deccan 2, Deccan 3. So Yeah, that was really interesting. I never heard of those before, like the three stages. Does every yeah. sign have them? Not every sign has the three different stages. That's what makes Scorpio so extra. different oh. and transformative and intense. <laughs> An extra, <laughs> extra, but in a different way. Not, different extra, way. <laughs> not extra like Aries, Leo, and Libra. Yeah. Extra like, I'm intense in my emotions. <laughs> and I'm the girl from the ring coming. Who's that guy? Troy Tripiosi or something like that. I'm, I'm definitely saying the wrong name. I find I follow him on uh, Instagram. And he does this video of the, the moon signs. And he was like... <laughs> I'm a Scorpio moon and my heart is the well from the ring as the little girl climbs out. <laughs> like, it's like, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to look That's up funny. his actual name so that I, I, I don't give him the wrong name because he's actually very funny. He does a lot of really good <laughs> See, now I want to know because Pluto rules Scorpio. Yes. So Pluto is a planet again, right? It is to me. I don't know if this it is to be the astronomer. I was just yeah. hoping the zodiacs would bring, you know, I felt, I felt bad for Pluto when that happened. <laughs> Me too. Well, Pluto, I, feel like... I will say Pluto didn't give a fuck. No. The whole planet no. does not give a fuck. It's like, no. I'm going to be me. But, you know, us little stupid humans are like, Pluto's not a planet. Pluto will always be a planet in astrology, but when it comes to astronomy, I'm not sure. No, I think it's still not a planet in a well. It's it's a it's a dwarf planet. When they found Pluto, they couldn't find they couldn't see the other things, and I forget what the belt is called. But there's an asteroid belt that's on the outside of 
our solar system and Pluto is part of that. There's a word for it, but uh, Pluto is part of that asteroid belt. And I actually think that there's more, like there's bigger like objects in that that in ring. Pluto's butthole. Yeah, and Pl- right, in, right directly in Pluto's butthole. So Pluto's butthole has a bunch of rings around it. Is that what you're starting to say? <laughs> a bunch of objects in it. Wow! Wow! Crazy oh, Pluto. <laughs> it's Pluto. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Crazy girl. Crazy girl. <laughs> what are your feelings on Scorpio, Rachel? I feel like you've been a little quiet over there in your in your little in your little squishmallow well, land. I love the idea. Like I, I like Scorpios. I like the mysteriousness. I try to kind of be the same. Like I don't know. There's my Gemini that's like Rawr! and my lemon and my Leo Moon is like Rawr! um. <laughs> But I like being perceived as somebody that people don't really know much about. It's like I like not giving everything away. I think I feel like it's something to strive for. I think there's well, that a lot makes of, sense for you because you have the Scorpio midheaven, and that's the legacy my, that you're going to leave on the world. Yeah, and I also have my Scorpio in Pluto in the eleventh house. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you know, I I recently started a, a new job. And uh, <laughs> there's this one young younger guy that works in my office, and he chose the word terrifying to describe me. <laughs> and <laughs> it was so funny. But I know that the re like he chose that word because the word what he really meant was intimidating. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know for me, there's the, you know I'm starting this new job, and there's all these different ways of you have to ask this person about that person, this person, this person. Like, I'm just like, no, give me the things. I'm going to find it. I'm going to do it. And that could very right. much be my Capricorn rising. But I also know that that Scorpio, those Scorpio placements is definitely what made this guy say to me that I am terrifying. I didn't right. mean it in a mean way, but I, right. I know intimidating. So like, I feel like Scorpios are intimidating to a lot of people. Why are you asking questions? Who are you? What like? How are you coming up with all of these really like intuitive, out of pocket ideas? And where's your brain at? And it's I think it's a lot of just questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I like Scorpios. Yeah, I think I think it's cool. I, yeah, I guess it does make a lot of sense that I said that, considering Scorpio is my midheaven. That does that makes. <laughs> I and... strive to be a Scorpio. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's the legacy you want to leave on them bitches. Yeah. I also, you know, have my black hair and my dark, all the things. Mm-hmm. I, I, when eyeballs. we first met, I thought you were a Scorpio rising for sure. Because have... a lot of Scorpio risings have the piercing eyes yeah and when you do your makeup the right way your eyes are piercing <laughs> yeah i know yeah that's hands down my friend but Jen, i hide them Scorpio rising definitely the fucking dark it's like she has dark hair and like it's just her eyes yeah her eyes are intense so just mm-hmm. i didn't realize that until just yeah. now mm-hmm. yeah i just i like the fact that my coworker classified me as terrifying i like being intimidating because I also think it's funny because then once they actually get to know me and they realize how fucking ridiculous I am, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but it's it's the passionateness 
like today there was some really crazy things at work and it's just getting suit and I, th- I think of the other Scorpios that I know in my life and about when they're very passionate about something mm-hmm. it's like this needs to be done we have to do this this like I, I know all these things this is why and I'm going to keep being passionate and intense about this I'm going to be persistent unyielding yeah and mm-hmm. emotional I'm going to show my emotions while I'm doing I'm going to be yeah just that intensity um also i know uh i know scorpios like to fuck <laughs> they do they do they do like to well, fuck. i mean a lot of signs <laughs> like to fuck but they're ruled by like the genitalia area don't they rule that area of the body and their traditional ruler is mars yeah okay mm-hmm. So they were so when you're doing Tuesday Mars Day work, mm-hmm. you can absolutely work with oh. Aries, but uh, well that too. But also <laughs> working with Scorpio is yeah. a really great choice because even though I would say Scorpio is the spiciest of the water signs, sometimes people confuse Scorpio for being a fire oh, sign. Yeah. And I think that's because they are traditionally ruled by Mars and they have that very reactive personality. But, you know, Mars is also the planet of fucking. So yeah. <laughs> also yeah, we, we are all in some hot and spicy water over here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm <laughs> hot, spicy. Chilly. Get to fucking guys. Just make sure you wear protection. (laughs) (laughs) Or don't live your life. I don't care. Just be safe. (laughs) Don't come crying to me when you're pregnant. All right. Jesus. (laughs) Or do I'll help you? I'll help you. Do I'll help you? I don't need to be so aggressive. (laughs) So talk, talk, talk to your doctor. (laughs) Doctors, we're not. Not them. No. Yes. I just I know that my uh yeah, my 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 girlfriends that are Scorpios, they always got some stories, you know? Mm-hmm. They like ow and I'm like, all right, get it, girl, go away. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. you know, I feel like this Scorpio season is a lot more intense also because we are going through eclipse season as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which I know that Tabitha has some has some tea on that later. <laughs> Tabitha's got the tea. I got the tea. You so got the tea. <laughs> I see what um, you did there. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> so yeah, we just passed the Scorpio new moon, which for me was definitely very intense. Mm-hmm. And now we're moving into the Taurus full moon. Which, like I said, Tabitha's got the T on later. Uh, and Taurus is the opposition of Scorpio, which is why the full moon is in Taurus this time around. But it's just a time to also just forgive yourself for those intense moments that you have and allow yourself to rest and relax when you need to. But also just step into your power. Just say, fuck it. Literally. YOLO. Say fuck it and also fuck it. (laughs) That's what I mean. Yeah. 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 Literally. I also love that you named this episode Scorpio Sneezing. Sneezing. (laughs) Gotta let it out. 
Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to hold a sneeze in. That's horrible. I had to hold a sneeze in. Yeah. Yeah. I love sneezing. Except my allergies are really bad. So when I have to sneeze like a million times in a day, I don't like that. But like a good hearty sneeze. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Sneezes are so nice. They are so nice. So nice. (laughs) I agree. One one once in a while. But like if it's an all day thing, if I'm sick, fuck that. I hate sneezing. Mm -hmm. But like a good Uh, one good one. Where you scare the people around you. Wow, Scorpios really are sneezes. They're orgasmic. <laughs> Once you, if you have a little bit too much of them, they're a little annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're reactive, you know. Yeah. Everybody loves them to a point. To a point. <laughs> it just depends on where you're at in your day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway right. do you think we do you think that's good do you think we covered scorpio season I appropriately covered, i think we covered the season of the sneezes yeah <laughs> in ways more than one yeah, yeah. we definitely covered scorpio sneezes. season yeah oh. <laughs> um i have something what do you have rachel i have a vocabulary word Ooh, oh. we're getting learned today An astrological vocabulary word of the episode I don't know what this voice is, <laughs> but I like it. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, aspect. Okay. Oh. How do you feel about aspect? <laughs> I feel like, like aspect. aspect is a good word. Aspect. Aspect. Mm-hmm. All right. I feel so like let's... there's a lot that goes with it, though. So I'm, I'm excited to hear what you got to say. We're not, we're not going too deep. Okay, we're just, just dipping in our toes. Gonna dance around the rings of Pluto's butthole on this one. Nice. Sounds good. Aspect. Just give Pluto all a little aspect. Gonna have, we're going to give all the planets buttholes yeah. by the end of this. Yeah. Well, right all now the we're going to have buttholes. We're doing a little ass pecking. All mm-hmm. right, aspect. <laughs> so I feel like your chickens do a lot of ass pecking. Yo. Why the fuck you gotta come at babble sauce like that? <laughs> oh my god, babble sauce is so big. I was not expecting your chickens to be as large as they were. I was in shock and awe. Babble sauce would not shut the fuck up today. <laughs> a babble sauce needed an ass peck. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, ass This is, this is from, uh, from Well and Good. Oh. Well and Good. <laughs> All right, an aspect. <laughs> when two or more planets line up in the sky at certain angles they're aspecting each other they're or they're inspecting each other's assholes uh Mm. the planet's energies are said to mingle and some believe this affects our experience down here on earth the real life manifestation of stars aligning basically the most common aspects involve a pair of planets some of those combos are compatible so think of like peanut butter and jelly while mm-hmm. some are not, like peanut butter and hot dogs. <laughs> Ew. I feel like hot dogs and jelly might be okay. But peanut butter and hot dogs, definitely not. I bet you peanut butter and hot dog. You know what? Peanut butter and hot dogs. I bet you that's probably, that slaps. I bet you it slaps. It's actually on here, it says almond butter and hot dogs as the thing. Ugh. I'm going to change that because I don't like that. 
I don't like either peanut, one of them. Peanut butter and hot dogs. No. Marsh fluff and hot dogs. Mm. I'm good. I'm good. Watermelon and hot dogs. Anyway, bringing well, it back. I've heard that anyway. watermelon and mustard taste really good together, so why not throw a couple of hot dog pieces on top of it? Give That's it a go. horrible. Watermelon and feta is really good, though. I know that sounds mm. weird, but it's it's pretty good. All right, bringing it back. So most common aspects <laughs> involve a pair of planets that are peanut butter and jelly that they are not watermelon and hot dogs. Okay. Mm. Okay. All right, so we have a conjunction, a sextile, and a trine. So if planets meet each other... In one of these soft angles, the aspects take a positive, easy spin. For instance, mm. when communication planet Mercury is trying spiritual Neptune, our thoughts and conversations are said to have a dreamy, inspiring vibe. Nice. I like vibes. Mm. Yeah. So if we're doing squares or oppositions, Teresa, I'm going to need help with this one. Quincunx. Did mm-hmm. I say that right? Yes. Quincunx. Something like that. That's what I got. A fucking sounds dirty. Yeah. All right. I just had to bring that word. Spell it. Spell it. Q U I N C U N X. Yeah. Yeah. It still sounds dirty. I hate it. And I love it at the same time. All right. So, (laughs) a square, an opposition, and a quincunx. These are the hard angles, which bring out the more challenging aspects of two planets' blended energies. So when Mercury is square, Neptune, uh, your head can be so in the clouds that you say accidentally send a gossipy email to your boss instead of your work wife, right? Mm-hmm. Like just it can be it can just be all that dumb and, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but I think that it's like stupid slips, Stu- yeah. stupid slips. Like- it likes to add the drama. It yeah. A little bit of spice. Yeah. So basically it's the geometrical relationship between planets in a birth chart, uh, which indicates ease, areas of harmony, challenge, strain, ease, and or power. And the study of the aspects in a birth chart is an important part of the horoscope interpretation. So really the aspects of each thing and then breaking it down into those six different categories is how you can interpret how the planet or the sign fucks with the planet or the sign. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say that in my birth chart readings, the, the thing that I worked with work with most are conjunctions and oppositions. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I feel like when something is conjunct each other, it's a lot easier to marry that energy to explain it because it's a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And you mix it together and it's like salt and pepper, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. But the aspects yeah. are definitely something that is is the next layer when you're learning yeah. how to read a birth chart, you know? So it's like learning the zodiac signs, then learning the planets, then learning the houses, then learning how the conjunctions work together, then we're learning about oppositions and sister signs. And then you get into like the deeper shit of the squares and the quincunts and the... <laughs> <laughs> But I also think it's kind of yeah. like just that knowing that I think makes things a little easier in the sense that like square and opposition, like both of those sound harsh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Compared to conjunction, sextile and trine. Right. Yeah. So I just Definitely. I felt like that was an important thing because, you know, I've, I've never seen the, the Quinn word anywhere. No, I don't know Me neither. where that's existing. 
But I just think it's, you know, remembering square and opposition. And then just knowing if you're reading something and if somebody's saying, if you're listening to some kind of horoscope thing or what's going on for the day and just hearing that this is squaring this and this is op- like opposition to this, then mm-hmm. just knowing that that is a harder angle and it's a more challenging aspect versus any of the other ones. So conjunct sextile or trine, when you hear people saying those words, know that these are softer angles, and a little happier, a little sugar. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like quincunx <laughs> is also another layer on top of square and, many opposition and things like that. Oh, it's an onion. This is an, is an onion. This is a forever it's onion. Not- an infinity onion. There's so many layers. Or a cabbage. Which do you prefer? <laughs> cabbage. Onion. Okay. I want a cabbage onion. Skunk cabbage. Gross. Oh. They're so Smells. cool. They look like little aliens. They don't really smell. I have them coming out of the ground. They do, but don't rip their leaves because it fucking smells <laughs> really bad. <laughs> they, don't, they don't come popping up for a while, but I like them. I think they're cool looking. Anyway. Little Tap. aliens. Mm-hmm. That's me. What you got for us? I got the fucking tea buckle up motherfuckers oh click <laughs> <laughs> on november 8th 2022 you have a mm-hmm. full moon lunar eclipse in taurus now for us u.s citizens this is this uh bad boy falls on an election day this is the first lunar eclipse on an election day in u.s history mm which I found both uh, interesting and slightly terrifying. Yeah. I feel like especially because it's in Taurus, it's like we're breaking down the old systems Mm -hmm. and hopefully the new regime comes out. That's what I'm hoping for. Well, so the way that I was seeing so Taurus is an earth sign, so it's pretty stable and eclipses are unstable. So that's like you're coming in and you're shaking up the stability of things. No matter where you fall on the left or right side of things, this lunar eclipse is all about instability, both material and emotional. Um, It's also about release, renewal, transformation, revelation, and truth. It's definitely coming for our sense of stability and is going to bring forth some surprises. Yeah, I don't claim any of this. I'm not claiming any of it. (laughs) Well, also because uh, Uranus is still in Taurus, right? Uranus. I believe your so, anus. I believe I believe your anus is uh, still in Taurus. Aspecting that up. your Taurus. Aspecting. Your anus is aspecting Taurus right now. Mm-hmm. It's about to aspect the uh, full moon too. Yeah, so that's where the surprises and unexpected Ooh. changes are coming in because they're aspecting each other. Yeah, I I feel like it could go one of two ways. I guess for pretty much everybody, it doesn't matter where you where you land on the spectrum of things. But you know, for a lot of people, there's your stability is going to be wonky, and make sure to try and stay grounded. Um, take some time to go on a walk outside in nature. If it's not, it's like unseason, like unseasonably warm right now. So I would be totally fine going out and shoving my feet in the dirt. But if you're not in a place where you can do that, you can also, you know, take some extra care of your house plants or hold on to some grounding crystals like hematite, smoky quartz, black tourmaline, obsidian, 
Red jasper and moss or tree agate. I just got a moss agate. I've never had one before. I fucking love moss yeah, agate. Yeah, I brought it to work. Me too. So much. That's a good place for it. Yeah. Or I also, I always forget to say petrified wood because I feel like petrified wood is really grounding for me, but mm-hmm. I forgot to put that in here. Yeah. And just also try to be willing to step out to expand or step outside your comfort zone a little bit and just expect the unexpected because the eclipse is coming in hot mm-hmm. how many all right so we have this eclipse when does the season end eclipse after this is, this is the end the of the eclipse moon. yeah this is the end of the eclipse season okay. yeah but uh, we will see the outcomes of, of okay. what we manifested during these seasons yeah three to six months from now or specifically i would say probably around taurus season when do the yeah. nodes change? I feel like that's every like year and a half. So let me check that. Because if the nodes don't change, then we're going through another eclipse season once Taurus season ro- rolls around. I feel like I just read something about the nodes changing. Okay, yeah. So July 18th, 2023. So yeah, we're going to be experiencing another eclipse season once the sun moves into Taurus, there will be a Taurus new moon and a Scorpio full moon. Okay. So we have one more round of this. So yeah. Mars will be out of retrograde by then. <laughs> oh my God. I was doing a birth chart for somebody the other day, like a progression chart. And they have Mars in the 12th house with their Mercury, Venus, And there was one more planet. I can't remember it at this moment. But the Mars retrograde was like hitting it one way, then hitting it the other way, and then coming back around for it a third time. And I was like, I was like, I'm here for you if you need anything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Because especially with it being in the 12th house, like, I feel like that's a lot. And then, like, for you, Rachel, it's going through your sixth house. So I feel like it makes sense with your new job and everything, working on, like, new daily habits and stuff, you know? Hitting your your habit house. (laughs) Your habit house. Your habit house. My habit house. Exactly. Mm. But, yeah, I figure, you know, I wanted to cover the, the full moon lunar eclipse as opposed to the other stuff just because like it just it seemed that one kind of stuck out to me a little bit um especially because of when it's you know when it's happening and it's not like you know it could be it could be a good thing you know it's it's things are going to change it sounds like a little bit unexpected so yeah yeah maybe we could be positive about it it's a little bit of it seems like it's a little bit of a tower moment but the tower moment the tower isn't always you know a bad thing the tower is followed by the star. Maybe, maybe well, this you know, full moon we, eclipse is coming in to shake shake things up. Yeah, I mean everything feels doom, so <laughs> maybe <laughs> unexpected is not the doom. Yeah, it's no, I don't. I don't think it is. The more that I'm sitting here yeah, thinking yeah. about it, I don't think it is. I think it's just more about shaking things up. Yeah, you know, might be a little chaotic. I'm tired of shaking. I feel that. I feel. I, I feel don't like, want to shake I feel like, I feel like these. I feel like these last couple of years have been one big shakeup, and I'm kind of done. <laughs> like no more fun. No more. No more not fun surprises. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also just feel like just in general, not even even these past couple of years, yes, but just like even these past couple of months have been mm. a lot. But like also, it's also brought a lot to me also, you know, so you also have to take the good with the bad and look at the positive with the the sacrifices with the rewards yeah you know and i think that that's a lot of what eclipse season is it's sacrificing the things that you didn't necessarily want to or think that were going to happen or any of that but on the other side of it finding something a lot better than you've ever expected so yeah you need that tower moment to make way for the new shit coming through for real vibes only Real vibes only. Only Only real vibes. So. Buttons. Tabitha. Me. You've been hard at work. Very hard. Oh, oh, I was like, like, I have. (laughs) You've been straight killing it. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Straight fucking killing the game. I am very proud. On some, some sweet, sweet things. Mm-hmm. And do I you want, want to you, talk want, about it i want tabitha to yeah, tell yeah, yeah. everybody what these sweet things are that she has created we got merch oh merch and i hope y'all like it because teespring fucking hates me teespring loves you decided decided to look at me and be like hey you specifically Fuck you. Fuck you, lady. <laughs> it didn't do that. It didn't do that at all. Um, <laughs> we figured it out. You we did. Out. I did. I did. I did. After we spent three hours on Zoom, Teresa. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got let's, it, though. Let's not uh, rehash the past. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, was, we're moving forward. We're moving forward. Here we go. We're looking at the bad fault. with the good. All these things <laughs> happen. And then we have this great merch with fucking Astro Rick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Hail Cern. Hail Cern. Zaddy Saturn. Zaddy Saturn. I need We're all be of coming in. We're coming in. We're coming in with more, too. I just need to. I know. Yeah. I'm blown away by how great this shit is. I showed a couple of our friends this weekend, and everybody was super excited about the shorts I... and the buckle hat. Yeah. I was, like, yes. <laughs> I that was, that was dead. In that fucking bucket hat, but I'm here for it forever. Oh, else. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> I might, I might do a fanny pack, a hail cern fanny pack. Yeah, nice. I definitely need some hail cern in my life because I need hail cern in my life. Mm-hmm. I hail also, uh, I also kind of want an Astro Rick yoga mat or a hail cern yoga mat. That'd be fun. Mm-hmm. You could just be looking at you the hail cern while you're doing some down changing dog. a different asana, and it's also changing yeah. you into a different timeline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I definitely am going to go for the Zaddy Saturn black crew neck sweatshirt mm-hmm. is number one. Uh, I think I'm going to go for some Astro Rick shorts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm undecided about what Hail Cern thing I want to go for. I, I really want to do the white hoodie, but I love the white I'm hoodie. also a disaster and I cannot mm. eat or drink anything without it ending up on me. So I know that if I get that hoodie, it's I have one wear. I got one wear with it. <laughs> <laughs> a house a house shirt. Bleach sticks. 
bleach sticks are your bestie. Tide, tide sticks, but also after you fuck it up, then you tie dye it. That's true. Oh, shit. That's a good idea. Stevie Facts. does some great tie dye. Mm. I'm just gonna have, I'm just gonna send it to Stevie when I fuck it up. Be like tie dye my shit. Ooh, mom. Yeah, come on, mom. <laughs> um, I'm st- I'm stoked. I'm super stoked. I think it looks absolutely fantastic. I like it better than my Anahata's merch. Oh shit! Wow. That wow. I created. Yeah. The ones that I created. Yeah. Wow, that's a bold statement. I think. How that, do you feel about that? I think, I think the two G one L Teespring is a lot more lit lit dope fam than the Anahata's Teespring. I'm flattered. I mean it. No, thank you. I really appreciate it because I worked really hard. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah, you've been working your ass off on it. Yeah. Working on some Jupe Troop stuff. I'm excited to see Jupe Troop. Yeah. Yeah. We've had a couple Um, of mock ups of the Jupe Troop stuff, but we can't all get on board with the same thing on that mm -hmm. one. So that's going to have to, uh, it's going to have to wait. Yeah. I have one that I'm working on. I'm just trying to, it's not quite right. So and it's can, not that we can't can all get on board and that I just mean, you know. Yeah. We're, it's just uh, not perfect. Where can all our list, listeners and, and patrons uh, find this fantastic, fantastic merchy merch? Do we have a, a URL or can we put in the show notes? An Earl? It is. Easy? You got it earl2g1lpodcast.creator. Oh. Dash spring dot com. Right, and we we'll will put, put it in, in the show notes. Yeah. Also, Come we up. have a link tree now have, on yes. our Instagram, so you can hit up our link tree for all of our links also. Yep, and they got the so we got the merch on there, we got that Patreon on there. Patreon. Yes, Patreon, guys. We have where you can get the monthly astrology forecast that Tabitha mm-hmm. just put out. Mm-hmm. You can get uh, a quarterly tea recipe that mm-hmm. we're going to put out soon. You can get monthly Jupiter and Saturn workings. You can get monthly lives with us. You can get a Marco group with us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just like some general group. support. And you know what, and you know what else? You know what else we'll do? What? We'll give you a little ass peck. More <laughs> just a little aspect. Just a just a little one. <laughs> also, if you if you go if you go if you go big, you can also get quarterly meetings with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, you can be entered to win free Anahata's tickets. That's oh shit! The porpoise. And you can also be entered to come on our podcast. Oh, sure. Have us roast your tart. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, honey roast. Honey things. roast your tart. Because <laughs> they always end up being a honey roast. We're gonna have one person that's just so easy to roast, and we're just gonna rip them to shreds and feel so bad about it because everybody else was like a nice little honey roasted peanut. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. you know what else it is? I feel like I just did a chart reading for somebody who I did a chart reading for their wife and then I did a chart reading for them. And for their wife, it was like really like fluffy and really cute and really emotional and really sweet. And then for him, it was just like, get your fucking shit and put it in a container and get it together. Like, so get your shit together. Jesus. 
<laughs> in the nicest way. But it, so it just depends on it depends on the person, you know. Like if there's somebody that comes on the show that I feel like I can abuse, I will. But everybody else, I just wanna I just wanna throw them all the love. Like Corey. I just want to let everyone know that if you come on the show, I feel like I'm allowed to abuse you. <laughs> you we, That's all right. Yeah, it is our right to contract. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're it to is our right to abuse. You know what you're getting into. Yeah, you're going to sign a waiver before you get on the show. Uh, and it's that we can abuse your placements and make you cry. <laughs> you, you need to sign the waiver to be perceived. Yes. Corey, slipped, we make through, you- Corey slipped through the cracks. We just perceived him. <laughs> hey, but he has had a lot of great uh, feedback since then. So, yeah, even though he didn't enjoy being perceived at the time, there's been a lot of doors that have opened up for him since. So, sure. have we have talked true. about our friends doing cool shit? Have we talked about our well, friends doing being nominated and stuff for cool oh things? Oh my god! Well, we haven't, but unfortunately, the witchies are over. No, <laughs> it's Shit. this week. Yeah, yesterday was the last day to vote. When okay, do they announce the winners? This weekend. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, so that's exciting. That so is exciting. Send some vibes. Send some vibes. Send some vibes. Yeah, it's a Corey for best new voice. Mm-hmm. The Hearth and Hedge for best new Hedge. podcast. Outstanding new podcast. Outstanding new podcast. Podcast episode. And then Waba is uh, Witch Bitch Amateur Hour is also nominated for Outstanding Podcast. Mm-hmm. So send them a vibe if you didn't already vote for them. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Our friends are all going to win and it's going to be great. It is. We're very excited for them. We do. Yes. We have very talented friends. We do. Absolutely. We got cool friends, guys. We if do have cool friends. Us can see us now. <laughs> all right yeah all right we, we like came this... we sneezed we conquered we came we yeah. sneezed we conquered i feel like this episode was a little chiller than most especially for scorpio season it was pretty chill i i, I agree i think relaxed. that it's because we because it's nighttime i think we are not allowed to record at nighttime anymore i think this is weird for us because we normally mm-hmm. don't record at night and now we are and i think we need to do daytimes. Daytime recording. Mm-hmm. Bye, like it, it just gives uh-huh. us the, the sun gives us the energy we need. <laughs> I still have not watched it. And Kylie called us out for not cutting back at you when you when you you know do that, but it's like I'm sorry, Kylie. I never watched it. I don't know what the correct response is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anywho yeah next time we'll record during the day sorry guys <laughs> hope you still love us <laughs> i think it was yeah. informative it was a good it was a good informative we're just chill it was we're chilling we're chilling we're we're reflecting like a villain yeah don't worry our asshole will season. be on fire for sagittarius season <laughs> oh fuck yes it will be oh yeah all right uh, Our ass is going to be on fire. Don't forget the fire extinguisher. <laughs> Astro hose. Out. out.
Bye. Gang, gang. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Two Geminis and a Leo. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see you over on our social media. We have an Instagram at Two Geminis and a Leo. We are on Facebook, also at the same handle, Two Geminis and a Leo. And you can shoot us an email at Two Gemini One Leo. Bye. Bye.